We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers and swearing. Passengers travelling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. Vajismus? Vajismus is something completely different. Really? <laughs> it involves a knob. Uh, what? <laughs> First, okay, so vagismus to Va- me just vag- sounds like... Is, a, do you mean vaginismus? Vaginismus. Vaginismus. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, involuntary contraction of muscles around the opening of the vagina in women with oh. no abnormal- abnormalities in the genital organs. So it's just like a, it just goes. Oh. oh, okay. That could be an evolutionary response to something, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah how yeah. gross penises are. Is that thing away from me? The last time we did that, I had a child. Yeah. Wasn't there a film about a woman who had teeth in her vagina? What? Yeah, there was a couple. Oh, maybe I dreamt it. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> was this a fever dream? I have a lot of weird dreams. Because I think once upon a time, Maui got killed, wasn't it? Who? Yeah, the legend of Maui. Oh, yes. by being eaten now, by a vagina he, he with went, teeth? He went up into a, um, a god. He was trying to um, capture the heart of a Tefiti? god. So, no, it wasn't Tefiti, Sorry. I don't think. Moana. This yeah, is yeah. my only no- no- knowledge no, 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 of but, Maui. Yeah, I think that maybe that's where some of the bases came from. And so he went up there to get her heart so that he could have eternal life because he wasn't um, immortal. And it, when he went up there, he went up through her vagina and um, then was crushed to death by her vagina teeth. Yeah, Teeth, 2007 film, American horror comedy film written and directed by Mitchell uh, Lichtenstein. The film stars Jess Wexler. Anyway, um, it is about a woman with teeth. I do remember, I do vaguely remember that and I think there was back in the Nazi days, I think there was a theory that they had about going that, that, um, Jewish women had teeth yep. in their vagina, so never to have sex with no. them because they'd bite a knob off. Oh. Apparently, its a title refers to the ancient trope of the vagina dentata, which is a a folk tale in oh. which a woman's vagina is said to contain teeth, which, uh, with the associated implication that sexual intercourse might cause in injury. Why is it always the woman who is uh. like the devil and has teeth in her vagina? I mean. I mean, cat penises have spikes on them. Oh, dude. They do, I think. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> You're just making, making stuff up now. <laughs> you got to say it with commitment because that's all that matters. But what was the, what was the original? Where did we come from? Vaginismus. Because... Cecilia and I, we, we think it sounds like a celebration of vaginas, doesn't it? Well, I mean, Christmas sh- for vaginas. Should there not be a celebration? There should be. Vaginas? All life comes from them. I'm pretty sure that if you, if you Google there, 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 there will be a celebration. Let's find out. You know what? Um, and then we all just wear merkins with, like, <laughs> lights on them, a little bit of tinsel. So you just walk around with all of these Have you things. got your v- vaginas Christmas? Vagismus vajazzle. Vagismus vajazzling. And, like, it's for that particular industry. season, you can go in and you can get braided and, like... <laughs> Who's got enough hair to get braided? Well, that is true. That's where a merkin comes in. It's like, yeah. you're going to get waxed. No, 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 I'm saving, I'm I'm saving my hair. For, I'm growing my hair out for vagismus. 
Christmas. Oh um, my god! I mean, like we decorated our office for Christmas, but I, I don't know that that's the kind of decoration you want to bring into Christmas, like at, at to your office. Oh no! There's pictures of vaginas as decorations on a Christmas tree. On a Christmas tree, I, like little I flashy love- lights going off in your pants, like birdies <laughs> down here. No, I can't. Well, I can't find. <laughs> oh, the vagina baubles have arrived to festively fanny up your Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> while, while we're on the subject of vaginas, this was something that I was going to bring up on Not Dead yet, but um, our other podcast, one of them. But uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop uh, released candles uh. that had the smell of vagina, and they when they put this news out everyone was like oh Gwyneth Paltrow again really with your vagina and no one wants to smell your vagina and um when you get like click the link so it's not just clickbait what happened was she was thinking about making candles and she was somewhere where like she was smelling all of the different scents that had they had put in stuff to like make decision about what candle to release and she smelt one she's like oh that smells like a vagina and then it just became an in joke with all of her Uh, friends and they're like let's just release this one that smells like a vagina that'll be funny and it sold out because people like oh it smells like Gwyneth's vagina no she just said it smelt like a vagina was it a healthy vagina smell i don't know who knows have we said vagina enough for this episode. I think we said Gwyneth Paltrow enough for this episode, personally, but let's see if we can whack a couple more vaginas in there just for funsies. There's no, there's no uh, vagina festival I can find, unfortunately. Oh. No, not I was, I yet there isn't. I think we'll start one. Not yet, but there, Wait, there soon did you type be. in celebration of vagina? Actually, that'll probably just go to Pornhub. Um, <laughs> celebration. Oh, no, no, no. The Japanese. Oh, I was going to say, Bless if anyone, it'll be polyester Japanese. Socks. It'll be the Japanese. Don't they have vending machines for used panties? And I'm sorry mm. for saying panties. I'm going oh, to Japan. Sorry for saying it again. Next year. Oh, really? And we're doing a challenge where we're accumulating the weirdest things you can get from a vending machine. <laughs> can awesome. you please bring back some dirty panties? <laughs> if that's what you want, then that's what you can have. <laughs> I don't know that I want it. Just take a photo. So like, damn, that it's I real. forgot. Oh, here's a pair. We'll just put them into like a little <laughs> 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 baggy. <laughs> Of Orange is the oh, New Black when she yeah. had that oh, panty business, yeah. and they were all like running around the, to get all the juices. Oh, that's <laughs> sorry, so sorry, funny. Juices, gross. Juices. Wait, celebration: one hundred and one vagina and festival, uh, and the festival of vagina, Sydney concrete. Uh, the June celebration of all things Punani, Fufu and Vagina has one message. Love your lady parts. Well, that was something that happened. I love the word Fufu. Fufu. Fufu, really? I don't Foo-foo. know that I do. The, the Jim Jam, I think, is my favourite of all times. Jam. Was that Diane Smith? Um, I'm not sure. Punani's mm. good as well. I like Punani. Furburger is one that I introduced to some people. <laughs> Furburger. Yeah, because I once had a thesaurus, and I mean, it has to be out of print now because it shouldn't be acceptable for a child to have a thesaurus. But it had with these kind it of words. It did not it, have fur burger in it. It had fur burger in it. This was in high school. No. My friends and I were like, <laughs> let's look up like thesaurusy words for dirty things. So, of course, we looked up penis and, you know, there's lots of them. And we looked up vagina and fur burger was one of them. That is interesting to me. I've never heard of that term and I like it. <laughs> do you? I do. Fur burger. It doesn't sound like something you'd want to I certainly to wouldn't go with. to the doctor and be like, 
Right. There's an issue with my fur burger. It's not but a really tantalising way no. of referring to it, is it? No. It's not very sexy. I feel like it would kill the mood. It would. It would kill I the wanted, mood. I want you to eat out my fur burger. <laughs> like, gross. Kind of, make, kind of makes sense, though. <laughs> no, you'd need floss afterwards. <laughs> Ooh. Or maybe it would work as the floss. Well, I, I'm, so I'm, you had a meat dinner beforehand. No. <laughs> I just remembered my boss's business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stace. We're not we're not in the seventies anymore, anyway. <clears throat> so I think uh, I think most people are more uh, it's it's uh, debilitated, not, not dilapidated, oh, sorry. decimated, <laughs> I decimated. Was falling off the table, <laughs> so I was just. They've reduced it by ten. Uh, no, it's it, it's uh, yeah. I, I, think, I think I think hair's coming back though. It's supposed to be there. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it is. is. But I, I think because uh, not- I feel like you look at it like when you see it in porn stuff, and mm, it's like mm. there's it's hairless. You're like that looks childlike mm. to me, and I find it weird. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, but each to their own. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Yeah, this is my new saying. Apparently, <laughs> yuck anyone's yum. Uh huh. But, you know, you're also like you, you don't want to be naked there because if there's friction going on, I don't know. Yeah, a bit of padding. Mm. Padding. Padding. But it's, like an, it's like an artist's you know, palette, basically. Yeah. You, you, you've got uh, – you can do things there, like your know, landing strip or a love heart or you mm-hmm. know, you go, go to town. Like if you just – You can dye it. Don't, don't whip it all off and definitely don't do laser removal like because you never know. At some point in your life, you go, I'd really love a purple mohawk. I'm a virginjab. <laughs> <laughs> and then all you're left with is merkins, and yeah. you got to stick that shit down. So, <laughs> so really, uh, uh, arm hair is apparently coming back. There's all these photos of like women with with arm hair. What do you mean? You mean right. oh, that's arm, been around for under, a while? Underarm hair or on the actual arm? No, no, no. Underarm, underarm. hair. Yeah, and yeah. Like... That's, that's 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 a thing. Yeah, it's, it's uh, nothing wrong with that. Well, that's. I mean, I'm a little bit jealous. I can't grow that much underarm hair. Yeah, neither. Just that, like a little bit, and then I'm like, uh-huh. oh well, there's no point just having it that. I might as well just get rid of it. <laughs> not mum. Yeah, I'm not a hairy underarm person. Just, my husband my actually uh, yeah. plucked one of my underarms the other day because there's so little in there. Really? Like, I'll just. Yep. There you go. Yep. There you go. I'm like. Yes, I was expecting it to be really painful and it wasn't because nah. I did try to shave but there's like three hairs there and he's like, ah, oh, you missed a couple, I'll just pluck them out. And no. there was no pain at all. Why don't like, we just you, do this every month? You could probably just get like a, a, a transplant from, from other parts of your body and just like, you know, bush it out a bit under the bush, underarms. Bush it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like... I. You I don't have a lot of hair anyway. No, I mean, like, I don't shave my legs or anything and I've barely got any hair on them. I'm just one of – I'm a hairless rat. It's interesting we talk about hair because last episode we spoke about sex dolls mm. and things like that and I was reading something about sex dolls and how um, a lot of people who get them actually request hair. Yes. Yeah. I've heard that. The majority of them request mm. hair. They don't want them hairless. Yeah. And a lot of people want them to look realistic, so they want wrinkles and like spots and all that thing. Because apparently, wow. um, when you when it's the uncanny valley thing, yeah, it's when, like too nice and smooth and yeah, yeah, people don't like that. So well, it doesn't feel real then, does yeah, it? Because you look at people with like lots of plastic surgery, oh, and you feel yeah. like it's. It, it's sort of like their real faces disappeared. They can't emote. Mm. Or, mm. And we know. all have imperfections. We have pores and all those My things, pores so. are massive. So, yeah. No. Yeah, no, they are. But, they I, are. I mean, it's interesting that people request those kind of things because, yeah. you know, that's more realistic. It's normal. Mm. Um, yeah. 
Interesting. That's a nice shift as well because, like, you think about there's always been a thing that people want perfection. Mm. It's like people want flaws. Exactly. I think it's really cool. Flaws are Generally important. speaking, men prefer the flaws and, like, a little bit of extra um, jiggle. They don't, like, yeah. necessarily want a super slim, you know, no offence, Cecilia. That's okay. This is why you're still single. Oh. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Jesus. Could you be it could be your alcohol problem though. It, it could, what was that quote you read? No, oh, you don't she doesn't have an alcohol problem, everybody. I don't I'm sorry. actually have an alcohol but compared to some of my friends, I do like to have a good time when I go well, out. I, I don't I used to enjoy quite a lot hmm. of drinking. I don't so much anymore. Um, and so I got tagged in a post on Facebook which says, uh, must be nice to go out and have go out for a few drinks. I usually go out and ruin my fucking life. <laughs> It's not true, though. That's with, not true because you always get you therapy drunk. on the way home it's, from the it, it is Uber, Uber driver. Thank you. I get to talk about my issues on the way home with my Uber driver, which is... They are not getting paid enough. <laughs> they are really not. Not for that That's job. Do you tip them you extra when you get a good therapy session? Uh, yeah, I tend to. I mean, I've got a 4.9 star rating on Uber, so nice. clearly I'm doing a good job. What did you lose that point nine, one for? I know. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I've lost a little bit. I don't know where that... Maybe I just had a little bit too much to drink one, one night, shared a little bit too much much and uh, they couldn't handle it but mm. I tend to have two issues if I wear a skirt or a dress I leave little sweat marks on the leather leather interior because you know when you yeah, that dries that dries um, straight away and then I share that's why much. they have leather sorry because it wipes off yeah so it's interesting but you know mm. hey each to their own uh, one of my colleagues was talking the other day about uh, uh, taking Ubers and the, the dangers of kebabs um, oh. oh god this sounds not good well because you know how you get a kebab and they, they put them in those bags where the bags are like yeah. fold over and glued yes those things are like you know condoms are like 99% effective <laughs> I think the bag in a kebab is about 50% <laughs> so you got a 50-50 chance of getting like you know kebab juice on your jeans is what oh, I'm saying yeah. so he was driving home and the, uh, the Uber driver was like please I don't want you to bring me kebab in the car he's like no 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 it's all good it's in the bag it's all good it's all good cool. and so he was not eating it in the car he just had it between his legs in the car <laughs> and so he got to his home and then realized there was a pool of kebab juice uh, on the seat and on his pants delicious oh. so he spent the next 15 minutes trying to avoid a hundred dollar cleaning Fine. fee by getting all of his cleaning products from his house and giving it a crack and yeah there you go. Yeah. Side story, I once woke up in bed with half a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think your friends have a point. <laughs> Maybe. This was a while back. I, I've kind of, you know, tightened up since then. <laughs> Jeez, I've reined a poor it in. choice of words. <laughs> reined it in. Um, yeah, I've reined it in now. I'm a bit more sensible. I'm, no. approaching, I'm approaching 28 this year, mm. so... So How was the kebab though? You know. Oh, did I mean, from what I, it was a great kebab. I mean, <laughs> did you keep? Yeah, eat, the say. thing is, did you keep eating it when you woke up? Because what? that's where the issue starts. No, I didn't. I thought I better not because I don't know where it's been. Like, <laughs> it's I been did. in bed with you. <laughs> I, don't know where it's I think it was my kebab. I mean, it was. It was, it was <laughs> I don't remember buying it. It was a vegetarian one, so I'm, I'm assuming it was. But you know, hey. Hey. Vegetarian kebab. I can't think of anything more depressing. No, you get alcohol. egg and cheese and garlic sauce and sweet. Do you have falafel in there as well? I do love a good falafel. Uh, mm, falafel. For the old chickpea action. Yuck. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not into falafel or anything made from beans. 
<laughs> Fair enough. No. I quite like being made foods. That's, that's <laughs> the, well, see, this is the problem with being a vegan or a vegetarian. All of a sudden you have to eat a lot of beans and lentils and I'm sorry, that shit makes you fart. I was going to say maybe Willem Dafoe. <laughs> 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 he was really gassy in that movie. Just, he was. just, just for context, I mean, right. <laughs> she spent last night with Willem yeah. Dafoe. <laughs> we were talking about the Lighthouse, the, the mm. new film starring uh, Willem Dafoe and Batman. Uh, yes. Robert, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yes, that, that's his name. Uh, yeah, which I was like, I was, I was watching this film, just going, "Can you be Batman? Can you be Batman?" I was like, "Yeah, you can. Fine, it's okay. It's good. I'm, I'm happy with it." Is that well, okay? Yeah. But you know, he, yeah, Willem Dafoe farted a few times. Oh, that was film. funny. But don't you? Because I always, <laughs> always think it's funny that like they make things so real. Yeah, and it's just like so he's peeing and you can't see him, <laughs> and he's peeing and uh, he's pissing into a pot basically because he's yeah. got a pot to piss in. Oh, so he must be good. very well off. I was going to say at least he's not poor. Yeah. <laughs> so he's peeing and you can't see him. All you can hear is this noise. It's like is that coming from the roof? Is that someone peeing? There's no one else in the room. And then, like, he does, like, the cheeky fart at the end. <laughs> and everyone's done I it, let's face it. Robert Pattinson just get like, he has enough by the end of the movie. He's like, I'm sick of your farting. I'm sick of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Willem Dafoe's, like, totally method about it and has been eating, like, eggs and cabbage and beans oh. the whole time. It's just a lot of so farting. what do you want for dinner today? Cauliflower. <laughs> this is secretly why Robert Pattinson's person went mad, all of the farting. He got gassed Methane out. Methane gas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it'd stop the oxygen from getting to your brain. It'd be bad. Yeah. How do they deal with farts on spaceships? Is like that. That's a. Oh, that's a really good question. Air scrubbing. Air scrubbing. Same as on planes, and that's one of the problems with planes is that when when they open the doors at the other end of a long haul flight, all the ground crew are just like. (laughs) (laughs) There, um, there's some kind of story about the people who uh, are starting their. like first day or whatever, they have to go and open the doors yeah. of the plane. Yeah, and apparently it smells. I wonder. Fat tube. It must be interesting because we obviously when you're on a plane, you just you get accustomed. Yeah, well, because it all builds the up slowly. Mm, it's like a frog getting boiled. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a great analogy for uh-huh. it. And then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. 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 But yeah, imagine being the person who has. Oh. <sighs> and on what? a brighter note, <laughs> why do we always go back to asses? But why does what that? The- is wrong with us? Why, why? No, no, but we always start in the pants yeah. and I don't know why. <laughs> I know, there's no foreplay. There's no kissing. It's just straight into the pants. It was him again. It was you again. Can you just have one episode where we don't Wait, no, I like, think last start time above was the us. belt? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was him. He made us try and think. He tried to make us think that it was us, but it was definitely him. Okay, we'll have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, shall we? Shall we roll on the, with the fact that this is Tangent City? <laughs> yep. It is. And welcome to um the second episode of Bit of a Two Parter, where we only got through half of the decade mm-hmm, last time mm-hmm. because um we talk a lot and we tend to go off on tangents. Yeah. So we being myself. The lovely Cecilia, the wonderful Rachel. Hi. And Lewis, who can't keep it above the freaking belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> Just once. He's a boy. <sighs> yeah. 
But to be honest, like we all talk pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, we're, let's yeah, face it. I mean, we, we need like a an a R rating on the front of like <laughs> explicit content. You do yeah, have that. Have to. You do sort of have that in the disclaimer if you've got like young ears. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Sensitive, sensitive ears, something like that. Uh, yeah. As long as when I get sued for not having the appropriate warnings, you but... can't sue people with no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make any money from this. That We've is got true. three listeners and a dog. We probably so, lose money because we just drink it. We're definitely losing money. <laughs> I spent money on like chocolate raisins. <laughs> You've bought alcohol. You've bought bickies. We're yeah, definitely we losing. Money. And God knows how much you spent on this device. On oh, this, like, yeah. Don't tell there's us. A few, there's I'll a few feel, bits and pieces. feel very guilty. Anyway, so. <laughs> 2016 and, is yes. where we're picking up off. Yeah. Let me do this. Let me do it. And the Oscar goes to. La La Land. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Actually, love no, it. sorry, Moonlight. So now they've got an auditing system, which um, they have to prevent that ever happening ever I thought again. they had an auditing system before and the guy just screwed it up. I like when people yeah. screw things up. I think it's human and I think it's, you know, it, it's good to acknowledge that people make mistakes. So. And I think Warren Beatty handled it really, really well. Absolutely. Like he, there was lots of confusion going on and he just approached the mic and quickly said, look, Something's gone wrong Sorry, here. La La Land was actually shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, that, that's exactly what he said. Probably not. But. Um, Faye Dunaway is just like, what is going on? I don't know what's going on. So it was all. I, I remember watching that live because that was the first. Oh, that was the first year I was home watching it live because I had a, a young baby. <gasps> so oh, I was on maternity right. leave. Woo-hoo. So um, my son and I was live. Facebooking it the whole time. I'm like, I'm sorry, people, but um, I'm, I get to watch this live, so I'm gonna Facebook the whole thing. That's awesome. So that's no, good. Mm. Um, so the arrival, I saw. Like, let's let's read the list. So basically, we're going through the decade. If you skipped the first episode where we went through the first half, now it's been explained to you what we're doing. 2016 best pictures. We've got Moonlight, didn't see. Arrival, saw quite late. Fences, didn't see. Hacksaw Ridge, didn't see. High Ooh. Hell Water, Hell or Hell High Water, didn't see. Uh, Hidden Figures, yep. La La Land, nope. Lion, cried like a little baby. And Manchester by Sea, I saw that too. Yes. I pretty much only saw that bottom roll, bo- bottom row. Actually, oh, no, Hacksaw, I didn't see Lion. I thought oh, gosh, so Hacksaw Ridge would have won for some reason just because it was a World War it was it's set in a war war times based on a true story mm. about a, a guy who um i can't remember exactly what was wrong with him andrew garfield played the guy but he he was like a paramedic in the war and, oh. and saved like hundreds and hundreds of people um which was really interesting but again i'm always like manchester by the sea is my top film of the decade um, yeah. So I I personally think that should have won. Uh, I know others disagree. Uh, Moonlight was a good film and it dealt with some really interesting mm. themes. I'm yet to see it. So I did see Arrival though, and I saw it many years after it was released. This is the one with um, the aliens that come to space and they have to uh, come on come to Earth and they have to try to communicate. Mm. Mm. And there's also some time travelly things in there. Ooh, wibbly um, wobbly. It was a little bit wibbly wobbly. Mm. It was extremely interesting, and I think it was quite cerebral for a film about aliens. Yeah, it dealt with language as well, uh-huh. which is um, for as long as t- 
time we've had language and uh, Amy Adams played like a linguistics mm. expert who had to uncover a language that no one had ever heard ah. to communicate with these aliens. Yeah. So it's interesting to put that in perspective and to think that back in the day cavemen would grunt but it had meaning and mm. that, mm. you know, different people have different languages. Yeah, and, stop and, looking at my woman. Yeah, and somehow we've just managed to you. evolve. <laughs> I, I, I think language is such uh, an interesting happy thing. Happy religiousness. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know one of my favourite wo- my favorite things when people say, well, that's a made-up word? Yeah, they're all fucking made up. <laughs> <laughs> Every single so word that is has so been true. made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's so true just and because it's not in the dictionary yeah. yet does not mean it's not real yeah. i mean come on we've got what's that thing Cromulent. yeah um urban dictionary yeah. yeah have you guys googled your, well put your name into urban dictionary no why would you do that it's interesting why mine's, mine's you, a good thing why would your name come up in what does it mean scomo's in there Urban Does it mean fuckwit? <laughs> no, it means fucking off when there's a big crisis going uh, on. <laughs> you don't want to k- shake my hand? Don't worry, I'll make you. Oh, man, yeah. No, that is a piece it's of funny work. It's funny to urban all of our liberal listeners. Mm. Stop listening. <laughs> no, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really mean that. Uh, it's, it's not supposed to get political. No. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. What were we talking? We we're talking about 2016. No, I film. want to see what Cecilia means oh. in the Urban oh, Dictionary. Yeah. <clears throat> Cecilia is a person with a good heart. Ah, oh, I know. <laughs> um, she tries hard to make everyone feel content and feels guilty when she can't. She will get annoyed if you take something too seriously and they've spelt too seriously wrong, um, and or are overdramatic. She likes chill and relaxed people. She feels left out sometimes. She is shy and isolated. <laughs> Why is this in Urban Dictionary? That's a description of like a personality as opposed to um, my mother's calling. Oh, so, no, this is the one I used to look at. Me. Is the name given to the most craziest girl you'll ever meet. But you should all put your names into Urban Dictionary. And yeah, no, Lewis is hilarious. So is the it? first entry is Call of Duty Master who gets heaps of girls and can quit scope quick scope any of his exes with skill Ooh. what's quick scope no. nobody escapes lewis's qu- quick scoping skills apparently no girl is safe from safe from his wrath wrath i don't know how to Jesus. say that word lewis is trained is a trained cod sniper what someone must have call, put that as a- call of duty yeah yeah Oh, quick scope. A rapid kill with a sniper rifle. Okay. I prefer this one. Lewis is the best person you'll ever meet. He's tall, <laughs> handsome, and sweeter than any chick flick any you'll ever see. Love they it. know me so well. Oh, love it. Um, the other one. Um, Lewis is normally sexy and medium height time of guy, type of guy. He's also a chick magnet to every girl. Um, every girl all very sporty and funny? No, oh, I think someone must have, like, written these, hey. Like, do you think people just go on there and just mm. go, I know someone called Lewis, I'm going to add him to the yeah. dictionary. It's kind of stupid, really, to be yeah. honest. Um, <laughs> the whole thing. I, I didn't know that you could do that. Thank you for teaching me something new today. Mm, did anyone ever see Fences? I don't think I saw this film or seen this film, sorry. Fences. Sorry about that. Apparently I've got a child at the parents that I need to pick up at some point. <laughs> texted my husband. <laughs> Oops. Let it be somebody else's responsibility, not mine. I'm drinking. Um. <laughs> So I didn't see um, Fences. Somebody on YouTube put up uh, a lot of videos of the best acting of the decade Mm. and there was a scene with Viola Davis um, spitting at um, Denzel Washington through some acting. So Wow. Yeah, I'm not like... I um, think Hidden Figures... um, So I only saw Hidden Figures, La La Land, 
and Manchester by mm. the Sea. They're the only ones I saw Manchester, that year. Manchester, Manchester. Yeah. I did see Moonlight and it was a great film. But, you I, know. I saw Lion and oh, oh, this is a good film. that year, that's the one I wanted to win. Mm. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I wanted to see Lion but I never got around to seeing it. Oh. So I should have to get there eventually. Dev Patel's so Australian accent is like really good mm. in that film. Like it is really good. And Nicole Kidman, I know a lot of people hate on Nicole Kidman, but she's actually really good in this mm. film. Yeah, and no, she got huge accolades for it. So oh. I don't know how I missed it. I probably just went, oh, well, you know, I probably won't get it. I think we should move on from 2016 and yes. see what's No, 20- but can we talk about Hidden Figures just for a oh, moment? Oh, yes, of course. Because I thought that that was another one of those movies that I'm glad that they made because it told a story that doesn't get told. And I'm quite happy. Um, I thought I, the thing is I knew some of the information already mm. going into it. So about the uh, women computers, as they were called back then. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just felt afterwards that it was sort of dramatised to a point. I think I've talked about it mm-hmm. before where some of the stuff was not accurate. But it, <clears throat> at some point we have to accept that when things are made into movies, they're put into a context that people can understand and <clears throat> Excuse me. The point too much chocolate. That, <laughs> the point of that movie was to show that this racism was going on everywhere. Yeah, and you know they couldn't use the same toilets and anyway. So yeah, it was, it was a good movie. Um, I don't know if it was as amazing as I originally thought it was. It doesn't quite hold up, whereas I think Lion for me still holds up. And Michelle Williams was. <gasps> um, she was. Was she awarded the? Best supporting. Oh, she was no, nominated. She, yeah, um, she I know was nominated. Casey Affleck won Best Actor because there was that controversy um, about him winning because mm-hmm. of the sexual harassment allegations. Um, mm-hmm. um, however, I still think that was an amazing film. It was an original script. Um, it was beautifully shot, and I think Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams was on screen for less than ten minutes, yep. I think, and just um, was phenomenal. She um, was, and I know a lot of people don't like the film, or it's pretty depressing. It is very depressing, but it's still like I think a really well-made film about it's... people that are in serious pain. Yeah, and for me, it's still the best film of the decade. So that says something like. That's a, I, I'm just I'm amazed that that's your favorite film Is of the it, decade. Really? Yeah. I think it just had such a profound effect on me. I don't know if it was the scene. I mean, this film's a couple of years old, but mm. you find out that Casey Affleck's character is really quite troubled because he lost three children in a fire. Mm. Like that scene where they're pulling out three children from a fire. I mean, that's traumatic. Yeah. And then he's, you know, given this responsibility to raise his nephew, mm. played by Lucas Hedges, who was an amazing actor, who's going to be starring in um, Shia LaBeouf's um, Honey Boy. Honey Boy. And Lucas, yeah, and I just think that the connection that those two form, they're both so troubled. And then in this kind of separate little part, they're trying to bury the father and the brother, but mm. it's too icy. Like, to me, I, there's so much in this film that you can uncover, but I think it's just a real strong character development story, and I've always been a fan of yeah. those films. Yeah, so you for love me, a good character mm. study. Yeah, so for me, it just stands out. Um, and, yeah, when people ask me, it, it, it's like, yep, yeah, that's it for me. So That's awesome. Mm. Now can we move on to 2017? Shocking. Yes. Get out! <laughs> was one of the films that was nominated yes. in the years. It was. It certainly was. And a turning point for horror films. Yeah. Because 
when had we we have seen horror films before we've had silence of the lambs mm. um but is for that a, horror or is that thriller well to me that's a thriller yeah um so yeah f- yeah so this one yeah, kind of came was out of get out a horror you could argue that it's not what? I was like, what is that noise? And then I realised <laughs> that's a, a horror dog. <laughs> I think it's classed as a horror, but you could probably argue it's not. See, I I put this year up as a year up that's not amazing as well. Like, What about Phantom Thread? That was incredible. I didn't see that. I missed it oh. and I was so upset that I missed it. I, I think Lewis may have seen Phantom Thread and you didn't quite think it was so incredible. Whereas I thought it was amazing and it was, um, I think, my top film for that year. Oh, See, this is this if is. If I did see it, you can't remember. It didn't it. leave an impression. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. Was it his final role? So far, it was only I think four his, years ago. Well, no, I actually he think might he, come back. I actually think he, he said John this. Well, it. yeah, he might. I think he said this was his I'm last. Pretty sure I didn't see it. Okay, maybe you didn't. But pretty there was sure. someone I know who watched it and was like, "No, I hated it." But I was like, "No, this is I think he did see it, Lewis." Did I? <laughs> really? You were probably asleep. Does happen. Let's be honest. It does happen. Oops. It's just like my my brain has got to the point of being very judgmental, <laughs> and it's like if something is not gripping me, uh, it'll just like switch off. And, switch off. Yeah, and even today, like uh, we, we while watched, we were talking, uh, you fell asleep. No, no, no we were mm. watching the lighthouse. There were some points where my mind was going, "Time to go." And I said, "No, no, no, focus, focus. Something will happen at some point." And then Willem Dafoe farts. Yeah. And he woke up. <laughs> Uh, that's why he farted periodically. Yeah, just to keep people awake, yeah. awake and alert. Oh, it, it was it was really good though. This this film though, <laughs> there's there's nothing I love more in a film than a walkout. And like <laughs> oh, yeah. seeing oh, and, and the point that people yeah. walk out. I think it's really interesting. People walk out. A lot of, yeah. It says a lot about a pig. <laughs> Because people were farting, they walked out. No, yeah, no, this no. Is like, you remember Kill Bill? A few people walked out of that because yeah. they thought that the violence was too gratuitous, which it was supposed to be. <laughs> but and the point that people decided, no, that's enough for me, was actually quite entertaining. I thought in Kill Bill, but mm. this was way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now I'm very intrigued. We'll have to talk about it off air. Yeah, um, I, I always love, I always love that. It was, it was just like sitting there, just going, oh, 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 and there was like one other woman that was down the end. Two people, a couple yes. got up and walked out, and, and it then, empowered her yeah. to leave. It's like, no, no, this is enough. I'm not sitting through this anymore. Yeah. I, I think it says a lot about those people, and I also think that it is stupid that they would have walked out at that point. Because, I've only ever yeah. walked out of one film. And I don't remember what it was. There are plenty of films I really wanted to walk out on. Mm. Aloha, I'm talking to you. Um, But, you know, I sit through it. But then if you're walking out, is that not your review? But anyway, yeah. The Shape of Water, a movie I still haven't seen. Has, oh, has I, I quite I enjoyed it. I did watch this film. I thought it was very different. Because that was I the winner. Yeah. Guillermo I, I don't right? think, yeah, I don't think it was, um, I don't think it deserved to be the winner. Oh, okay. I actually personally preferred Dunkirk and Phantom Thread uh, for, for movies. Or Three Bill Bill. Three billboards. Was oh, that was very good as well, mm. wasn't it? I didn't actually see Call see, Me By I, Your I didn't Name. See it. I really wanted to see Call Call You and, By and Your Name. Yeah. Call Me Call Me By Your Name. By your name. Who was in Supposed that? Supposed to be confusing. Um, Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. Oh, Tim- I love saying um, his name, Timothy Chalamet. At least I got it right. Today. <laughs> and you always say it like just like Chalamet. <laughs> Chalamet. He always looks like he's ten, though. Does I know. anyone feel like like he was way him? too young for Little Women? Yeah. I felt like he just was. Still, he didn't have a masculine kind of look Ooh. about him, so I found Sorry. it really hard for him to. Yeah, I don't know. He what, just. What was the movie about? Um, 
Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. I've not seen it, but I feel like it might be about two men who have a relationship. In the 1980s in Italy, apparently a romance blossoms between a 17-year-old student and the older man hired as his father's research assistant. I think he's like 24 Ooh. or something. And at the time I remember, um, now I can't remember who it was who got Army on their Hammer. high No, oh, someone who sorry. got on their high horse about how it was gross that there was such a big age difference and he's taking advantage of someone who's 17 and they're like 24. It's blah, blah, blah. And the person it was, it's killing me now, apparently had a um, relationship with someone really young and also um, the, uh, what's her name from Silver Linings Playbook? Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Thank you. She went to a bar somewhere in Las Vegas. I'm probably getting this story all wrong. uh, With a friend. They were 16. And um, he was coming on to them. Oh. So, and it's killing me now that I can't remember who it was that came out and said that. And Army Hammer's like, "Um, hi, Twitterverse, blah, 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 blah. Eh, eh. So I was like, yeah, you go. I do need to see this film, though, because I think Arda watched this about and it. she was her number one film yeah, yeah, I feel like, yeah it was she loved this film so I, I do want to watch it and maybe I think we can too. add that to our list yes <laughs> there's a lot of films on my yeah. list I loved Dunkirk like oh, I feel like that sh- was maybe the winner that the year. way the timelines intersect is, Ooh, is Lady Bird yeah. I loved that mm. film too mm. The Shape of Water was that the film about the the lady who has a relationship with the fish she's yes. yes. mute yep. which is which is kind of cool that like a, a, a genre film managed to win best picture yeah this was a very aesthetically pleasing film as well it had that very um, Guillermo del Toro yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's it like saying yeah. Tempranillo you yeah. have to he um, <laughs> yeah I listened back Guillermo. to our episode and I said Tempranillo I I know, and, and I it like, broke my heart. Oh, I was just like, just move on. <laughs> I know it's Tempranillo as well, and I was like, I must get this right. Do you know, I can usually say his name quite well, but just for then I couldn't. But, you know, it's, it's one of his films. because Lewis with champagne. And also, yeah, his films are quite. That sounds um, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound wrong. Uh, yeah, well, you're the one who was pouring it. I, I poured the champagne. I didn't ply. Well, the problem <laughs> is, is it's such nice champagne. Yeah. It's, it's very drinkable. It's going down very nicely, yeah. I must mm. say. So, it's making me warm, as all alcohol does. I know, right? I don't know. What is it about me? I just get Lewis so also hot shut a door. You get, you get, you get so you, you start drinking champagne, you start taking your clothes off, and <laughs> people are just like, what's up with this chick? It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's okay. She's just drunk yeah. and lost her, all inhibitions. Um, I'm almost ready to move on to 2018. Let's do it. If everyone's ready. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, Lady Bird was good. Um, I don't think it deserved the final nod, but it oh, was good. And I, did. I think that what Greta does is amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think it deserved the Oscar, the ultimate. Oh, no, 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 no. But no, oh, it deserves sorry, it deserved nomination. the nomination, yeah. definitely, but I don't think it was deserving of the um of an Oscar. It was Agreed. a tough year though. That's really that, tough year. It's funny, I was just like going, Yeah, we've got two more years to do it and then I was like, Oh, twenty eighteen, that's that's like seems so so soon. And of course that was the last Oscars was twenty eighteen. No, it wasn't twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, but twenty eighteen films in twenty nineteen. Yeah, this is the last lot because yeah. the twenty nineteen ones are being announced this year. Yeah, but we've oh, got Oh, I thought it was the Oscars that. Yeah, no, there is a twenty. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't got a best picture yet, have we? Oh, oh I see but what we you can did still there. Still talk about it because it's an interesting. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean we're supposed to go back and do two thousand and nine because they were announced in two thousand and ten? I don't know no, now. No, 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 no. Let's let's just do this. Okay, keep, keep going on the on the path that so we're taking. So two thousand and eighteen, interesting year. Roma was a great film. Um, 
I didn't see a lot in this category. I only watched no. Roma, uh, A Star is Born, Black Klansman, uh, and The Favourite. So that's all i seen. I, well, I saw Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, A Star is Born. I can't remember if I saw Vice or not. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out what Vice was about. Uh, that was uh, about Vice President Cheney. No, um, I didn't see oh, that. I didn't see that. Christian Bale played, um, played him. Didn't see Green Book or Vice. Um and I didn't see the favourite. Saw Bohemian Rhapsody at home, and I know people say maybe I should have seen it on the big screen. Yeah. I'm sorry, it was a pile of poo, and I don't know how it got nominated, yeah. and I don't know why people like it, and it personally kind of annoys me that people like it so much. Really? But I liked Interesting. it. I thought it was good. Kind of crap. It was uh, – um, you're, you're a Queen fan, though, aren't you? No, no, I like the music of Queen, but my issues with it was that it felt like it was written for TV – and what I mean by that is there was stupid stuff that happened like they're all having an argument about how they don't want to do disco music and all of a sudden the bass player starts going on his bass and all of a sudden they stop arguing and go, oh, actually, that's quite a good tune. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm sure that's not what happened. <laughs> but what if it did? Well, I guess, but there was a lot of like stupid corny stuff, and then they he was diagnosed with cancer after Live AIDS. Aid. Sorry, yes, AIDS <laughs> after Live Aid, and they still HIV. Really sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, so there was a lot of things that were out of time and out of context and out of just. Well, I mean, immediately the, the only good thing about that thing was the concert, and you know, I could have watched the mm. concert. But uh, I think it was. Um, sorry, uh, I've got a lot to say about yeah. this. Yeah, it was, I know. It was, it was a bit hampered. Well, not happened, but I mean, the remaining members of Queen were still involved in the movie, so they wanted to show Freddie and them and everything in the best possible light. Mm. So, of course, you're going to get a, a movie where it's going to be you know skewed towards looking nice and 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 not being not not being the nitty gritty. One day you will get that uh, Queen film, but it's just not now. But see, the thing is, I guess, like I. I think Rocketman is by far a superior film in all sense of the word because Elton John was just like, here's my life, let's be 100% honest about exactly what I did and all of the shit stuff, let's show all that and all the good stuff. And, um, yeah, I know it's not a typical biopic, it's like a... No, I think you're right, but I think they were trying to achieve two different goals. Oh, I agree with you there. Um, But it's been my my experience that people who really like wrote, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody didn't like Rocketman and vice versa. Like, I really liked Rocketman, but I hated Bohemian Rhapsody. I liked them both. You liked them both? Yes. I've only seen Rocketman. Um, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, so I need mm. to watch the other. Just to I think they both had flaws, yourself. but I think they both had really good performances in them. Mm. Um, what's his name? Mal- Malik? Oh, uh, um, Remy. Remy Malik. Yeah. Remy, yeah. He was just amazing. I thought he, he was... Yeah, I mean... It was an incredible thing to watch him embody that character in the same way that it was watching Taron Egerton. I, I think that Remy Malik was the best thing about that film. I think that it was poorly written. Um, but it's and hard I think to take that's... any film that's got someone playing Brian May with that ridiculous hair seriously. Mm. Like, unless they take Brian May out of the movie, it's going to be really hard to take it seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> that hair, man, like, I can't believe that he still maintains it to this day. Yep. I, I love uh, Black Clans, but another, anyway, yeah, let's a, move another on. movie like, based mm. on a true story. 
because it's so weird the fact that a african-american guy managed to infiltrate yes the kkk and uh, he used a like a white kind of body double body double i guess yeah yeah, um to to get in there and you know so you had the guy on the phone and the guy in real life who had to pretend to be he was the guy on the phone um really just one of those uh truth is stranger than fiction kind of situations uh and it was just uh you know absolutely amazing adam driver was great and i had there's Mm. a couple of guys who play detectives that were not part of that little group but um their interactions felt so genuine yeah. and like it just felt like something real was happening as opposed to this is scripted. I was going to say, was a lot of it ad-libbed? I don't know. Mm. And it was a you know, Spike Lee film as well mm-hmm. um, and it was just a, you know, a sensational like you know, film and it was one of those ones where at the end of the film they had a like a postscript and it, you know, the film was very good and very entertaining but that postscript really just hammered home the meaning. Yeah. So it was great. And, I uh, can't remember the postscript. But he basically yeah. didn't get any credit for it, did he? No, no, no. And the Klansman continued no, on. No, no, it was more just like, you know, showing like, you know, the, the, the things that African-American people had to deal yeah, with yeah. and then the reason for the filming made and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, John David Washington uh, played the lead role. Uh, you also had uh, Topher Grace in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played the leader yeah. of the, uh, the KKK. Um, we should have someone so likable playing a role like that. I know, that. it was oh, really funny. Hard. I loved that scene where they were at that party and he had, like, hired the um, Washington's character is the bodyguard or whatever, Mm. the black cop. And then all of a sudden he's like, let's get a photo. And then he touches him right at the last second and takes a photo, like touching the the Klansman. It's like like in your face, mate. Yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. Why do you think that this was the movie that got the nod of the Marvel movies? Because it was the the film that, uh, you know, got uh, the black population out to watch films mm-hmm. uh like watch a film in particular like a, a mainstream film mm. uh so and people you know connected with this film like you know the the, the term you know wakanda forever was you know, kind of created because of of, of this film mm-hmm. uh and so it's a very powerful uniting film so as well as being a good film an enjoyable film uh it just resonates outside of the cinema uh and so that's why i think this was the one that you know finally got it you know across the line um and yeah unfortunately it didn't win but it's a it's a massive achievement to be nominated and i think um michael b jordan's character as warmonger sorry that's not correct what was his? Killmonger. Killmonger, thank you. Um, I'm thinking Eric. War Machine. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nice little um, uh, Yeah, so um, part of the – some of the things that he was saying f- rang true and he didn't really come off as like a pure villain because he felt like he was doing the right thing. Yeah. And in a sense, Thanos did the same thing. You, you know, you look at Infinity War, that's not about the Marvel um, – that's not about the heroes, that's – that's his movie. That's mm. Thanos's movie. Um, so of course he was going to win at the end because it's his movie. Mm. Um, but it's another villain that is, you know, there's parts and things that they say that you're like, he's kind of got a point. Yeah, mm. and that, that's so, the best villain. That's the yeah. best villain. And I think mm. this is why Black Panther translated in another sense mm. because there there is a lot of anger. Um, that goes on about the the way that um, African Americans are treated, and this guy had a lot of really serious points that sort of held water. So, um, but yeah, um, 
I, I think that was the other reason. Uh, uh, I was just curious as to um, to see what you thought the reasons were. Interesting. Roma <laughs> was a good one as well. Netflix yeah. film, um, but its use of um, diegetic sounds, so the natural sounds, mm. um, was really good. Was I that the first Netflix movie to get nominated? Yeah. yeah, it was. But, yeah, it was so natural and authentic. And, yeah, like I say, that use of diegetic, I think is how you say it, sound, mm. as opposed to um, – you know, music Volley. or a score. Mm. Um, it was just all natural sounds picked up by the camera. So they didn't use it. Nice. So there was no foley. They didn't no. like. It was just all. It was in all camera. natural. So okay. if there was a plane going overhead, yeah. that's what you yeah. heard. Hmm. It was interesting. I don't know if I think it was as good as everybody was saying oh, it was. It took me ages to get into the film, but then when she got pregnant, yeah, and then she, yeah, and the whole baby <laughs> thing, and then there was yeah. that whole other movement that was happening. What mm. was that movement? I can't remember. I, I, all, it's a historical movement yeah. that happened and I can't remember. But The only movement kind of I can think of out. is where the guy was doing like ninja stuff naked oh for five minutes. Oh, my God, that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, Sunny, yes. When is this going to end? His wang has been out for five minutes. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh, A Star is Born. We did a deep dive <laughs> on this a couple of years ago or sometime. It, it can't be a couple been. of years ago. Maybe last year, maybe the year before. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know when it was, but I'm sure you can it was find shortly it. Shortly after the release, I'd say it was sometime in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just say that. Search yeah. our back catalogue. You'll find it. Um, and that was an interesting film. And if I look at all the films here, I can't make a suggestion as to who should have won, won because I didn't see enough of them. Well, oh, Green- did you, you – you haven't seen The Favourite? No. Olivia Colman is amazing in that. Mm. Like go watch it. Like I, it's, and it's a great small screen I do movie love as her. well. I was annoyed by this film because I did feel like it was a bit of a bait and switch from the uh, the trailer to the actual finished film. Because uh, the trailer portrays it as being quite serious. No, and it's not really funny. Ah, oh. like mm. the, 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 it really makes it look like look, this is a. A, a, a comedy uh, mm. that's set around like this queen that you never knew anything about. Ha ha ha! Come watch this funny film, and then the f- very little of the film was actually funny. So to me, I was like sitting, going, "Where's the funny bits? Where's the funny bits?" And you just hate didn't the bait and switch, don't you? I hate the bait you and switch. You really do. You 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 show me like you you tell me like the tone of the film. Tell me like it's like Ad Astra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you go in there and Ad Astra is like like action, 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 you know action, what's... and you sit there and you go character piece, character piece, character piece. And how <laughs> and that's dare why you? I, that's why I loved it because I saw the ads right and I was like, oh, this is another action space movie. I was like, oh, do I have to be here? And then I was watching it and it turned out it was in my top ten. Yeah. I, I I got it out from the library. It's sitting there going, watch me, and I keep thinking about Lewis going. Don't watch it. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to like if it. If you like a character study. If you I like do. watching people's paws really up close. <laughs> and if you want an action film, there's like literally one action scene in that entire I, film. <laughs> I do like character pieces. I really loved First Man. But I don't know whether I need to watch two hours worth of someone just trying to work out their daddy issues. <sighs> Look, I think this is Brad Pitt's finest role, like right. personally, but that is just me. I, I, I will have to get into it. But uh, um, Green Book won for the, for the year and, and Green Book, again, uh, is a movie um, about uh, African-Americans and how they have to had to, had to and probably still have to mm-hmm. uh, kind of negotiate life and the safe places that they can go uh, within America um, because that's what the Green Book was. It was a book mm. of if you go here, this is a safe place, avoid these places because you might get beaten yeah. up. Um, well, was it still mid-apartheid? Uh, uh, not apartheid, sorry. Um, 
segregation. No, no, no. Segregation. no, no, no this is because um, I thought the Green Book 60s. was yeah. I thought Green Book was more about where it was acceptable for him to stay. No, and no, go. It, it was it was written by African Americans for African Americans, right? Uh, to make sure that they knew the safe places to okay. that they could go, so mm. they wouldn't get into, into trouble. Uh, and uh, it was the relationship between uh, a you know famous. Uh, musician who was African American and his driver slash bodyguard mm. who was um, Italian American kind of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and just how they they like formed a relationship and a friendship and and all those kind of things and, and how you can break down those racist and racial barriers. With I think the, understanding. I think a lot of the controversy afterwards came from the fact that a lot of African Americans are saying this is another film about the white hero. Mm, mm the white saviour, and I've not seen it, so I can't make that judgment, and I almost think because I'm white I can't actually see that. Um, I, I can't I can't be the one to judge that because it's not my story. Mm. Um, and But the fact that the, um, the family of the guy, the musician, came out and said this is trumped up and their relationship really wasn't that close, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what bends me a little bit to like, you know, yeah. this really is maybe a white saviour movie. But I didn't see it, so I, don't I can't. Know if it was really. necessarily white saviour, but I do think that um, what I took away from it was that whole thing of like someone taking a job because they needed the job, mm. which was really what it was, that was about. It was a paying job that um, Viggo Mortensen's character took, and he didn't necessarily want to take it. Mm. But over that time, he developed some compassion and understanding about the position that his boss was under. Or well, in this is the thing. Sometimes you need to be exposed to something mm. to understand it. Yeah, and um, this is a completely different uh, side of the coin here. But my uncle was not married to uh, my auntie. She got dementia and needed to be put into a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they weren't married, there was a lot of rigmarole that went on. Wow. Um, and uh, I mean, it all worked out in the end. But I had a conversation with him, and he said. Now I really understand why, um, you know, we need to have marriage equality because, you know, if this was to happen, you know, for a gay person, that's Mm. not right. You've been living with them for Mm, 40 mm. years and they had been together for 40 years. Wow. And and then to have, like, you know, no rights at the end, Mm. uh, he just felt like, well, okay, now I understand what that's about. So, yeah, it does take exposure to understand certain things yeah um and i felt like spider-man into the suit spider-verse should have been nominated for best movie but anyway that's just my <laughs> no but it opinion. got be- um nominated and won best animated so. it, this is true oh, this is true shall we move on to what has been nominated this year i, I think this year i think this year looks great yeah like same. really it, it does really look good different kind of films that they got in there and we got our first well i don't know if it's the first foreign film that's been nominated for no because roma Roma, sorry, I do apologise. And also, but, wasn't the you know. wasn't one of the winners uh, back uh, a few years ago uh, in um, Beautiful uh, Life? Life I think is beautiful. It was. Life is okay, beautiful. Okay, take yeah. all that back. Isn't then. He, isn't the artist as well? Isn't that it's a foreign French? Film? Yeah. Well, it was a silent film, technically. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was a French it made was a movie. French. No, so. no, I take it all back. I I do love Parasite though. I think it's a wonderful film with a lot of subtext. I um, really, really need to see this film. And um, it, yeah, just maybe first Asian nominated film. I I I love this film, and for me, is it's, it horrific? 
Like, would I be able to cope with no, it? No, apparently you're not really supposed to explain the film. You need to go and experience it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it. but I just, like, need to know that. I don't um, think it is, though. There are a few horrific elements to this film, but I think you would be able to handle it. It's like, not like, no more horrific than what we just watched? Yeah, no, it's not no more yeah. horrific than what you just seen. And it's not scary in a way, but it, it does, yeah, it looks at kind of that um, divide between the rich and poor. Excellent. And it's just, but the, the subtext and the way they do it and show that divide is really mm. interesting. So I listened to a podcast called um, Movie Crush and one of the guys who has seen it has seen it three times because he says every time I watch it I see something different. No, yeah. he's seen it four times, maybe four times. So yeah, I want to go back and watch it because I, I got so much from the first watch, but it, it almost seemed like too much. I was like, oh, if I go back and watch, I think I'll get so much more from mm. this film. So I do want to go back and watch it. So um, we've got Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Parasite, uh, 1917. Um, sorry, it's... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Marriage, marriage Story. Mm. This... This is a really interesting year because um, you've got Marriage Story, uh, Greta Gerwig and um, Noel Baumbach's uh, Couple Couple. Marriage Story Mm. and um, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. So they're up against each other, married couple. Interesting. I love that. It it is very interesting. I still have yet to see Joker. I really want to. Um, And The Irishman is on Netflix, so I should just sit down and watch it. I know, and we're the same with both Marriage Story and The Irishman. Yeah, I've seen Marriage Story, and I think it's fantastic. There's a scene between um, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. It's so full on. It feels so real. Um, The Irishman I have seen, it's... I feel like it is just in because it's a Martin Scorsese film. I don't think there's anything new, fresh, or exciting about this film that he hasn't mm, done before. It's I wondered that. Dividing audiences. A lot yeah. of people are saying they love it and other people are like, I'm yeah. not too sure how old Robert De Niro is supposed to be see- uh, in each scene. So they're Yeah, getting it is hard because he looks young and I'm thinking – and then in yeah, it is quite weird. But I feel like mm. it is just in because it is a Martin Scorsese film. Yeah. Um, am I the only one who's seen 1917? Yes. Yeah. So we have determined that this was a film that was shot to made it, make it look like just two long shots. Right. Not just two long shots okay. that didn't stop. However, the art and the way they have done it is phenomenal um, and yeah, it's a really good story regardless. So um, Jojo Rabbit's amazing. Once Upon a Time is amazing. Good year, isn't it? It, it is, is a really is, yeah. good year. I don't know if Ford versus Ferrari was good enough to be nominated. I think no. it was a really great film. Really? But I don't think it's an Oscar film. I don't think it's – it was good and enjoyable, but, yeah, definitely not good enough to be an Oscar film. I think if I had to cut one, it would be The Irishman, but that's just me personally. Mm. Um, Little Women was good, but is it Oscar worthy? Yeah, again, Little Women was great, but I don't think it was Oscar worthy. Yeah. I think it's a really great it's- adaptation for our time yes. of Little Women. And I'm so glad it's been done because mm. I feel like she did an amazing job um, yeah. with this film. Joker's great, though. I know, For me, I really Joker is it. a flawless film. Like, I can't fault this film at all. Like, there's nothing in this film that so I would change. So why was this not your number one well, film, huh? Mm, Parasite huh? is also the same. So Parasite right. and Joker are both the same for me. Like, I just feel like they're both flawless and I can't fault either of them. I, if it was on some streaming pa- platform, I would be watching it right now, um, but I think I have to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, I hate paying for these. <laughs> so, yeah. Who do we think's going to win 
Um, I think 1917 is going to win based on just the way it's been made. Um, whether it should win, I don't know. I think Marriage Story is a superior film in some respects. Um, it, it is a hard one and I don't think I'm going to care who wins because I, uh, unless the Irishman wins or Ford versus Ferrari, I actually think that all of them are very well worthy and mm. I don't know that I'd care. I'd be surprised if Parasite doesn't take away the award because yeah. I've heard so many people mm. from so mm. many different walks of life talking about this movie as just being so amazing after they've seen it. So, yeah. I mean, it's one that I've been sort of umming and ahhing about seeing myself. I don't know. Maybe I should get Lewis to watch it yeah. first. <laughs> I, I want Jojo Rabbit to win. I won't. Uh, I think 1917 will probably win mm. um, just because like – Historic. <laughs> war film. About war. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's just it – just didn't the, win that. And Hacksaw Ridge didn't win either. Yeah. And that was True Story and – well, so was Dunkirk obviously, <laughs> but Hacksaw Ridge yeah. didn't either. So, mate, I think Joker's going to take it. That would be good. If Joker did win, I'd be happy just because just it's a comic film. At the I end think of the it's going to take it. I just have this feeling. Even though I want Parasite mm. to win, I think that Joker might take it. So um, I don't know if you guys have watched Uncut Gems. It's only just appeared on Netflix. But I thought that he was nominated um, and it was his first nomination, Adam Sandler. But now I'm looking at this list and I can't see his oh, name. I so. think there was a thing that he said if he didn't get nominated, he would do something. <laughs> God, what, what does that Not mean? Not like bad, but like he was going to Like be shave really, his head or something. He basically thought he, he deserved. Do you think you've seen I've, it? I've not seen oh, it. I've not seen it. Um, no. It's only just become available on Netflix he yesterday. He basically said, yeah, if he didn't get nominated or the film didn't get nominated, he would be like. I have listened to a podcast yeah. where they talk about the film um, briefly because there's another podcast where they spoiler it and mm. I'll listen to it once I've list- watched it. But they did sort of say that this was – you know, it could have been his Oscar movie and it should have been. Right. They've they've both said it was amazing. Interesting. Mm. I need he to see He disappears into it, the role. It does look good. I have seen the ads. I have to admit mm. it, it intrigued me. And I'm not, like, against Adam Sandler. Like, I know he's not, you know, he's a funny actor. Like, if you watch an Adam Sandler film, you're doing that to yourself. You can't complain. <laughs> like, no, honestly, you are. <laughs> If you intentionally <laughs> sit down and you see it's a film, it's and you see a film with oh Adam Sandler, that is self-inflicted. Mm. You have no right to then complain <sighs> about it because you know what you're putting yourself through. And yeah, I've done cool. it. I've done it. I did it with that film um, where they're on a boat with Jennifer Aniston. First dates? No, no, it's that new one where there's uh, murder mystery. Uh, oh. They do so many things together because they're such good friends. They've known each other since they were teenagers so or something. Things? And I watched this film and I was like, it's terrible. But I was like, I bought that on myself. Mm-hmm. So he, he has already stated that he makes movies so he can have fun with his friends. And they always go to nice places. Like he's got the money to make these films. People watch them. So, I mean, I can't argue with that. I'm not a fan. Did, mm. I did see Funny People and think he was really good in that film. And when I saw that, I was like, ah, he has dramatic range and he actually needs to do that. Because mm. um, most comedians do have that ability. So comedians are dark, really. Comedies that you know, if, to be a comedian, I think you have to come from a dark place. Not everyone. Not, not everybody. Is pretty cheery. 
Yeah, that's why I was never a good comedian. Um, <laughs> I think if... We shall torment you more I, and you will yeah. become a good comedian. I think some of the best comedians are dark people or who have come from dark backgrounds. Like, I, I, yeah. I Bill Cosby was pretty funny. Pretty Ooh. fucked up, though. Yeah. Sorry. Do we need to cut that? No. <laughs> um, poor joke. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's all right. But, yeah, no, Adam Sandler, that's self-inflicted. Mm. Like, like we say. But I so, want to see this movie. I do. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. I watched Two Popes the other day, oh, which is also on is Netflix. And um, Jonathan Price has been nominated. I think it's interesting. It's completely fictional. Okay. Um, so it's... Um, <laughs> it's Ghost Degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ratzinger. Ratzinger. Oh, that's why she meowed. Ratzinger. The, the the one that people say is the Nazi Pope. He's he's he does, German. He does look evil though. I mean, you he must does look, look at his like face. Emperor, um, so evil. Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. But look at um, Ghost. His family were um, against the Nazis and like vocally. Mm, mm. So he's not. Um, and and the the new Francis. Pope Francis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me getting my pope on. My God, you are so <laughs> Catholic right now. Um, but, yeah, so it's based on fictionalised conversations that they would have had um, about both of their views on uh, politics and the state of the Catholic Church at that time mm. based on um, converse, uh, based on speeches they have both made mm. in the past. Oh, okay. So it really is more of an interesting philosophical piece on their thoughts about the Catholic Church and and where it was going at the time and, okay. and whether it needs to, um, as the, the new Pope is doing, bring it into the new century as opposed to, you know. Vatican III. <laughs> He's because the thing is like um, that they, they are very opposed on a, a lot of issues, mm. uh, and the thing is is that uh, Ratzinger did something that was so different because usually a pope doesn't get you don't get a new pope until your old pope dies. Mm. But Ratzinger was just like, oh, I'm done, <laughs> I'm out of here, and he just like um, you know decided not to be pope anymore, mm. uh, and then he took a vow of silence to not say anything about what Francis is doing because um. really, dude, you ain't a pope no more. So. No. No, keep your, he resigned. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Uh, but now I think he's actually, uh, now that um, Francis is going, look, there's parts of the world where we're finding it really hard to get priests because no one wants to be celibate. So we're thinking in these places, maybe we let priests get married. And uh, and now Ratzinger's coming back going, oh, you know, celibacy, well, major see, turn of the church. There, there is an argument in the film um, where he talks about the fact that the Bible actually doesn't say they're supposed to be celibate. No. So why are they celibate? Because it's, uh, it's basically they don't want uh, priests getting yeah priests um, getting inheritance. Sorry, yeah, having kids and kids going that, that's that's my stuff. Yeah, that's not your stuff, Catholic Church. Yeah, therefore, it, if it's not in the Bible, why are you doing it? That's exactly why. So yeah, well, this is this is his, um. Uh, Frederick's what's his name Francis. Francis that's his point like if it's not in the Bible why are we doing it exactly yeah. so um, yeah trying to be less dogmatic or more dogmatic I don't know less. just less. watch the freaking <laughs> just go and watch it it's less is more I, I, really, I, I do want to watch it because I, I do I'm not uh, I'm a lapsed Catholic uh, and I, I don't like did you actually the- like so you were into it Hey? Like you say you're a lapsed Catholic. Yeah. Were you into it? No, no, no. I just had to, because being brought up Catholic is kind of an, being brought up in religion is kind of an indoctrin, indoctrination. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, see where Sweden's actually um, 
illegalize the indoctrination of children into religion. Really? What? That is yeah. fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah. Because oh, I'm Catholic as well. Yeah. I was baptized and went to a Catholic school. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, You're the your- heathen here, Cat. <laughs> You're the only heathen. What do you mean? You're not Catholic. Um, why, why does... Why do you have to be Catholic? <laughs> why, why is Catholicism the answer? It's, it's, it's not. not. No. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. This but is like, coming from three like people who. Um, but see, you, your parents didn't go to church and stuff, did they? No. No. So you just went there because of the school. Yeah. Yeah. But I got baptized because it was the dumb thing at that time. I feel like, and yeah. See, I I consider myself agnostic, mm. and either I do believe in a higher power, I just don't know what it is and I don't think I have the authority to make a decision mate, like on what that is. So. I just don't like organised religions in general. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Especially that- when they hold all their money when there's, you know, catastrophes going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then a church like, you know, Notre Dame burns down and people crowdfund for its repair even though that church is so flush it's ridiculous yeah yeah mm. no, it just makes me angry. that is an interesting yeah i don't think it all got paid out <laughs> but anyway i, I wonder, so. I wonder if that did happen like all these billionaires would just go yeah i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give this i said what now <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, i was drunk yeah, yeah 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 but yeah it's um but th- that's the thing is like the you know you get born and something splashes water in your face and goes you're a catholic and then mm. you go to school and then in, in uh, one year you've got to go and make your holy communion you've got to tell a priest your sins and it's like yeah. well you first father and then like the next year it is like the first holy communion where you're given a biscuit and then now you're part of the religion and then the following year you've got to confirm that you want to be a catholic and, and is that a choice no it's not it's part of the no, you're you, in year seven. Yeah. You don't have I a choice. Know. And then you got to pick a saint. Oh my god! I picked Saint Cecilia. I did just realised that. Did you? Oh, yeah. look at that! I've only just remembered. Yeah. Recalling but I, memories. But I think it's better if, like, you go, okay, kids, uh, religious education. So there's Catholics, there's Muslims, there's Hindus, there's Jewish people, there's, you know, the Catholic religion got split down the middle at one point in time. you got Church of England, you got you know, Roman Catholic. Uh, you know, religious education. Educate people about the religions that are out there. Mm. And then when you're old enough and you can decide for yourself, do you want to follow a religion or do you just want to not you know, that to me is, is the way it should be. But. I think as a lapsed Catholic, it was an interesting watch for me mm. because I feel like um, the new Pope is doing some good stuff. But I don't know enough to make that judgment call either. Mm. Well, it's yeah, I, I really want to see it because I, I, I do think, like, you know, particularly after you've gone from, you know, Pope John Paul mm. to Ratzinger to Francis, it's a, you know, really interesting seeing the, the way different popes are kind of like trying to um, mould the Catholic Church. Mm. But I want to see that show just to see those, even though they're fake, but still, it's an interesting uh, it's concept. It's based on, on speeches they've made. So um, they, they know that the ideas that they're saying are pretty much their thoughts, mm, mm. and there has to be a majority of 77 popes um, to, a, a, sorry, archbishops electing the pope. So you know that the majority of people or the majority of the archbishops believe that the Catholic Church needs to be more progressive, otherwise they wouldn't have voted him in. Mm, mm. So this is a good sign. It's interesting how uh, political leaders in the, in the Western world uh, are getting more right-wing and then the pope is getting more left-wing. Mm. Interesting. Anyway. uh, I think we should wrap it up. Yes. (laughs) We're over an hour.
Oh, we crossed the threshold. We there have. you go. And I need to wee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, before you do that, like, uh, I, I've got to go and uh, flush the toilet because I did go and wee. Show, I didn't flush because I didn't want to. Oh, you didn't want to. Okay, recorded. I'll wait till and you yeah, finish. Yeah, you washed your hands, like, in the bathroom that was, like, closest to the microphone. Well, I went and took a phone call. <laughs> I just need to wee. Yeah, this- my mum called halfway through the mo- a show. That's oh, right. Show yeah. or this Seems show. so long ago now. Tangent City, keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture.